the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made off money. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show for hour two. Glad to have you guys here with me. Super glad tonight. It feels like a Monday to me, probably because my man DJ Potato Skins is with me and he was out last night. So this is, I think this officially starts the week for me tonight. And this officially starts hour number two. Before I go on uh, and bring in our man GQ for his uh, Quack in the Whack and his News You Can Use segment, Gary Quackenbush, of course. Um, let me, let me bring in my man who was, who was not with me last night. Um, my right arm here, DJ Potato Skins. Welcome to the Tonight Show. This is it right here. That's the crowd you want. That's, you guys are the best. That's right. Uh, people pretending to be somebody else going door to door for handouts or as that's also called running for president. Uh, <laughs> that was him talking about Halloween and making a little analogy there. Well, that reminds me of the Today Show. I didn't follow up with you last. Was it Friday when I mentioned Ed McMahon? Um, from the Tonight Show and the Publishers Clearinghouse, and you said that never happened. He was Correct. never part, and I was like, "What you talking about, Willis?" And then I didn't, I didn't follow up with the listeners. It's true. It he was never part of the Publishers Clearinghouse. He was a part of some American something, but it was not Publishers Clearinghouse. So I stand corrected on that. Thank you, my man. You're welcome. All right. Um, before the break, I was talking, complaining about how suddenly getting in the middle of a seat on a plane has you being like some kind of discriminated against class of citizens where now I guess you get a free sandwich. I think I need to maybe maybe we need to file a class action lawsuit against these airline against uh, airlines participating in that. And I do. I know just the attorney who may represent me and that Gary Quackenbush from GQ Law, who's here for his Tuesday News You Can Use segment. He also shares with us the funny uh, crazy legal stories happening, the whack, uh, the wacky news, and he joins the wacky laws, and he joins me now. Hello, Gary Quackenbush. Hey, Andrea, how you doing tonight? <clears throat> well, I, I was cranky because it's like now suddenly being stuck in the middle seat is something for which, you know, you deserve special accommodations and special rewards. Uh, Subway is going to be giving out free sandwiches to anybody stuck in the middle seat. I, dem- I, demand, a fr- <clears throat> I demand my free sandwich, Gary Quackenbush. Am I wrong legally? Do I not have a case? I'm always in the middle seat. I mean, it, 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 either my wife or I, were always in the middle seat. So it's like, I don't know why. It, it, this just happens to get attention with anything. It's just a way to get attention. It's a publicity mm-hmm. stunt. You mm-hmm. know, they're going, oh, wow, we these poor picked on people in the middle seat. That's just, 
uh, whatever. If that's the if that's your biggest complaint in life right now, Gary Quackenbush, with what's going on with the inflation, yeah. what's ha- we, now we find out we got diesel shortages. We, you know, people may not even have a means to heat their house. If the worst thing you got going for you is a middle seat. I, I say you you uh, shat up and you clam you clam up. But let's before we get yeah. into you, glad you're on the plane. Yeah. Glad you have the money to get on the plane <laughs> and you you know you can afford it and you're not you know come on man you're on a plane and and the plane's know, not whatever. doing a nosedive into the ground. Okay, it's staying up and, up <laughs> elevated. And get, give me the meatball sandwich, okay? But I I don't really need that. So. Yeah, I don't. That's my, so funny. I, I do I do like the meatball sub at Subway. Um, before we get into the serious <laughs> news, you can use you got some wacky laws. Uh, for the quack and the whack tonight? Well, stay away from Fresno. and probably should tell DJ Potato Skins to stay away from Fresno because Uh-oh. it is illegal to annoy lizards in the city <laughs> oh, park. Oh, wow. Jeez. <laughs> Just when I think he can't crack me up anymore. <laughs> That's right. What are you in for? Oh, I annoy the lizard. Define annoy annoying lizard. lizards. I mean, help me understand this. What is this about? I, I don't know. Annoy. I, <laughs> I guess you you I, you vex it. You call it names. You make it sit between other lizards. Uh, you know any of those things? Those are just really that's awful. Do not vex, annoy, attempt to touch or pet the lizard. Is that maybe what it, it's maybe it's you step on its tail and it's, and it leaves its tail there? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I will tell you confession. Growing up in the South, my brother, sister, and I we loved lizards and we would chase them around and we would pick them up and we would play with them. So I guess I'm guilty of of the crime of annoyance of lizards. Uh, okay, but it, well, I'm, you're really in trouble because I'm going to read the law now in Fresno. Okay. No person shall hunt, pursue, annoy, throw stones or missiles at or molest <laughs> or disturb in any way. Any animal, bird or reptile within the confines of any park in Fresno. So back off, man. <laughs> I'm guilty of the molestation of lizards as a child. <laughs> oh my gosh, people, stop it. Well, but oh, I will so tell funny. you that then when my sister had kids, um, when Eric and Lindsay were little, they loved sitting out on, on a blanket in the backyard and my sister would go and chase lizards and then we'd all sit and play with the lizards. The kids absolutely loved um, you know, uh, the, the lives, it was like, it was kind of like SeaWorld, right? Where they, you know, yeah. the, the workers, you know, interact with the seals or whatever, the sea lions. That's what we did with lizards. I tell you, it was, it was good for the kids. So I don't know. Any background on this? Where did this come from? It's got to come from, it, it, I don't know. The, it's it's got to come from the enviro, the enviro, you know, wacko. It's enviro wacky. It's like, yeah, don't, don't pursue. It's like, you know, don't chase the pigeons away because that annoys it. All these things are so crazy. But the thing that's funny to me uh-huh. is that you get somebody that actually went through the process of getting this thing codified. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not easy. You have to write a code. You have to get it authorized. You have to, you know, a lot of these things have to be put in by vote. It's like this very expensive process. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Yeah. And <sighs> do we do we know what the criminal code is? Like what the fine would be or, or punishment? If somebody... I don't know. I don't know. I, it's a municipal code section 8-410. There we go. City Ordinance 1067. What I find so humorous about this story is that annoyance to me, when I think of the word annoy, I think of that I've I've irritated somebody emotionally or mentally or psychologically, right? I got Uh on somebody's nerves, right? That to me 
is what the word annoy means. And I was the queen of that with my brother and sister growing up, by the way. I could work their nerves better than anybody. So so to <laughs> me, I hear this and I'm like, somebody was getting on the nerves of a lizard. Is that is that what was going on Andrea, here? One thing's for sure. The fine is definitely cheaper than detonating a nuclear bomb in uh, Chico. Oh, that's, that's right. right. We talked about yeah. that last week. What, what Something yeah. weird is going on in Northern California, although it has always been. That's the epicenter of weird. Yeah. For California. Well, there, there's other weirder stuff, but, you know, that's for another day. <laughs> My goodness. Is that your only wacky law for us this week? Well, I think a lot of children committed a crime in Walnut last night because it's actually illegal under the civil the, – the, um, yeah, so no person shall wear a mask or disguise on a public street without permission from the sheriff. Really? Yeah, and that's in Walnut. So I think – I mean, they should just be – they should be rounded up and – put behind bars for wearing like ban Halloween I guess eh uh, yeah, I are, are there paddy wagons anymore? I mean, outside New Orleans. I mean, we have paddy wagons still during Mardi Gras because they they go and sw- they do s- sweeps of the streets and round people up and throw them in the back of a paddy wagon. I don't know if they have those out here anymore, though. Probably in Walnut. Yeah, they probably do in Walnut. Yeah, Walnut uh, because they're a bunch of. Uh, I just the laws are just so weird and so funny. Anyway. Well, and, and you know, and and you, when you it and so much of it has to do with just suppressing people's fun, right? I mean, you know, it's fun to let me tell you. It's fun to annoy a, a lizard and to you know hunt them down and 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 play with them, and it's also fun to wear a mask and walk around on the streets, right? Well, how many people in Walnut violated that over the last two years? Mm-hmm. Buku, you're Buku. not allowed to wear a mask. I mean, we were wearing masks for two years. I mean, we were criminals. Yeah, our federal government forced us to be criminals in Walnut. Oh my gosh! I know that. We, I they, feel unclean. <laughs> <gasps> I need a cleansing. <laughs> we need depth. You know what we need? We need an exorcism from COVID. Yeah. A COVID-cism. Yeah, a COVID, over a, it. a COVID-cism. Yeah. We can get that from the dynamite and address person. Well, you know what? I, I mm-hmm. l- Listen, mm-hmm. I can put some people through, um, you know, I, I, through uh, whether you want to call it an exorcism or through a freedom boot camp in which I will work, I will exercise your tyrannical, you know, um, your need for <laughs> tyranny right out of you. And I know I'm a... I'm the daughter of two Marines. I, I know I know how to, how to work it out of you. So anyway. Oh, my gosh. Andrea has Andrea, her ways. Awesome. I, I do have my ways, right? Sounds like it. I well, mean, that's really good. And, but, then, you know, it's good to be your friend rather than you know, your opposition because uh, I'm taller than you, but not meaner. That's for sure. Uh, no. My, my wife is only 5'1". My wife is actually shorter than you. I'm 6'1", and she's 5'1". But it's funny. Tim, one of my – we have a new um, secretary in the office who's 5'3". Three, I think. So uh-huh. they're talking about shortness. Yeah. And then this is so funny because my wife, Cheryl, she said, well, you know, dynamite comes in small packages. And mm-hmm. I went totally Andrea K. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Beware the small package. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And shrapnel when it when it when it blows that <laughs> shrapnel, my shrapnel go right into your eyeballs. <laughs> 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 how oh, do I transition so from that? How do I transition from that into news you can use? How do I? How dead, do I? Do dead it? hand control. Yeah. Dead hand control. No, seriously. What, what I talked about on my show today was literally dead hand control, and it's kind of a it's kind of a crass way of saying it. But what well, we, well, let be, let me back up for a second. Dead hand. Okay. Dead hand control. Dead hand control. Like the hand, the things on your dead, fingers. Wow. I mean, things on your. Yeah, yeah. You have dead my hand. attention. It sounds very interesting. I'm curious to learn what dead hand control is. We're talking to Gary. 
Quackenbush of GQ Law, who's here, here every Tuesday. You can listen to him every day at 2 p.m. Word on Word on Wealth Show here on uh, The Answer San Diego and FM 96.1. And he also is on my show every Tuesday night with the news you can use because this is I like to give not not just have fun, uh, not just give my opinions, but give you information that will make your life better. So help them to understand what dead hand control is going to do to make their life better. <laughs> Gary okay. Quackenbush. So think about it. How does the dead hand control things that are still here, right? So the idea is you put together a living trust, and the trust says, when I die, this money goes to my kids, but I want them to be 25 years old first. That is called dead hand control. The Hmm. dead guy's hand is still controlling the money. It's still saying, okay, you can't have this money till you're 25. Okay. Um, it puts conditions on the money, disincentives like dead hand control is that you, you, if you are using alcohol or drugs and now you're not, a, not a productive member of society, you're a lush, the dead hand control says successor trustee, I'm leaving you in charge. Do not give money to that kid if he's abusing drugs or alcohol. Wow. That's dead hand control. So are, that's are what we any, call that. Are there any limits, like legally, for what somebody can, what terms and conditions that they can put on that oh, dead hand control? Andrea, you set yourself up for that. Okay, so here we go. Law school. Oh, did I the ask the wrong question? Things. No, 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 no. <laughs> you talk about wacky laws, but now these, these are real. This really happens. So, for example, um, there was, there's, Anytime you have some type of a lawsuit, so somebody does a trust or a will and they have debt, you know, they try to exercise dead hand control and the survivors go, I don't like that. That's not fair. So here's two things. One is the condition. This is a case, an actual case in California. The condition was that the dad died and he said, my son, John, can have his share of my estate, which was significant as long as he divorces his wife. <gasps> oh. And so John said, you know, and dad's dead. John is ticked off. He says, that's ridiculous. That's absurd. I'm not going to divorce my wife. I love her. I've got children with her. I'm not going to divorce her. And so he went to court and said, judge, this is ridiculous. And the judge said, no, that's legal. It's your dad's money. He can do whatever he wants. You must divorce your wife to get your inheritance. Wow. Boom. So then because what? So then what? Money. Because it's his money. Okay. So what happens if the son doesn't divorce the wife? What, what does the money just stay there for no, a certain they, period they, of time? That's another condition. No, his brother got it all. So you two guys get it as long as you divorce your wife because she hates me. She's a shrew. I don't like her. You divorce her. You get your inheritance. If you don't divorce her, then it all goes to your brother. Is there Boom. typically a time period where, where we're, yeah. we're going to give you forty eight hours to think of this over, or what? There probably would be a time period, like within five years of the date of my death or within two years of the date of my death, something like that. There'd be some condition on it because they, um, with the, the dead hand control, there has, it has to be measurable. It has to be something where you can actually determine what's, you know, what's supposed to happen. It's measurable, not just like if you divorce her, then you can have your inheritance and then it just goes on forever. There's going to have to be some, some type of measurability in there. Well, what about another one? Here's a different one. Um, it was, um, the, the dad's, Will this time said, um, you can have, you know, $50,000 as long as you take out that neighbor's dog that barked. <gasps> I hate that dog. Take out that dog. I'll give you $50,000. Um, that was like the, you know, it was, it was unenforceable. They went to court on that one and said, judge, I still want my $50,000 inheritance. My dad put a condition on it that I have to kill my neighbor's dog. And they said, no, nah, that's illegal. You can't require a crime. So therefore, okay. That was a failure. 
Okay, well, okay. I'm, I'm glad to know that they can't. It can't involve the requirement uh, that you commit a crime. Yes. Um, yes. Okay, but outside of that, are there any limitations? Well, there really aren't. You can you can do anything you want with your money. You can put any conditions you want on it as long as they were legal. Okay, I mean, and and there literally are some examples of that where people have gone to court and said this restriction is absolutely ridiculous. It's draconian. It's, uh, you know, it, it's just like in, an inhuman request, and the judge will say typically. That's too bad. It's his money. He can do what he wants. It's hard to argue with that. Look, somebody worked yeah. hard for their money and they, however, yeah. however they came into their money, it's their money. It's their personal property. And they've yeah. got a right if they, if they're, if they've got a condition they want to put on it, you know, I think they've got the right to do that. Does this vary by state? It, well, you know, I, I can only comment to California law, but right. my understanding, it, this, I don't think it varies that much state to state because the bottom line, it's, it, we do not have an entitlement, a right, a legal right to our parents' money. We just don't. I mean, we think we do. I mean, people talk about it all the time about, well, my inheritance. It's like, you yeah. don't have your inheritance. Your dad is still alive. You know, and I have kids that come in with their parents and they want to boss their parents. No, mom. No. Why are you giving her money? She, you loaned her money already and you should deduct that from her inheritance. It's like, and I usually tell the kids gently, shut up. This yeah. is not your money. It's your mom's. Let's let her talk. And, you know, it's your money. You can do what you want. I mean, if, if it's like um, what happened with the um, um, the Hiltons, right? Uh-huh. With Paris and her sister, they were going to get their grandpa's estate. And it was they, they literally would have been each gotten like two billion dollars, this huge amount of money. And he went very publicly announced that he had amended his trust and he was reducing the amount that is his granddaughters were getting and that they were only getting $40 million and they had a hissy fit. Wow. You know, how dare you? That's our inheritance. And how dare you take away our inheritance? Of course it fell on deaf ears because everybody went, are you kidding me? What, right. Well, but it's really? interesting. This is so important. I'm glad you brought this up because there is a mindset that it may vary by state in terms of, um, you, you know, um, beneficiaries and, and how mm-hmm. it goes, but that it's automatic. That whatever the law is, at first it might go to the, to the, you know, um, the widow or widower, but then it's going to go automatically to the kids below. There's, there's an idea, a sense that it is automatic that your parents, um, you know, estate or whatever portion is going to come to you because yeah. you're a child or a grandchild. Right. And that's the thing that we just have to get over. Now, the other thing that will happen is, let's say, for example, um, there's some change in the trust. And what typically happens, there's a change and it's going to be, you know, towards the end of uh, mom's life, you know, dad's already gone. And then mom has, you know, a sister and husband move into the house and then sister and husband are now doing the remodeling and spending all this money, all mom's money, because mom needs a new kitchen, mom needs a new living room, mom needs a new bathroom, mom needs all these new things, and they spent all this money, and then next thing you know, the trust is amended, and now not only you know were they in the house remodeling it, but now they get the house. And that's when you get a contest, because you know you might be saying, well, you know, the argument for the sister now that gets the home is like, well, wait a minute, I get it. You were there taking care of mom and that's wonderful and we love you for it and all that other stuff, but that doesn't mean you should get the entire estate. Mm-hmm. So then the challenge is, was mom of her right mind? And that's really the condition. If mom was in her right mind and they can establish she was, then yeah, mom can do whatever she wants with her money. Um, but what usually will happen in that type of a fight is we think that mom was influenced. 
Mm-hmm. And the re- the weird way that is, because you think, well, it, you know, if 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 like an attorney did the trust and you talked to mom and said, you, what do you want to do and why do you want to do that and why are you cutting out your other children? You get this whole big discussion. It can be very convincing that this mother really does want to cut out her other children and give all the money to the daughter that's taking care of her. And so it's kind of like, in a way, that makes sense. In a way, it doesn't. But um, the the condition that happens is you can actually show in cases like that sometimes that the mom has been now isolated from the family. Mom is only under the influence of the daughter and the daughter has created this environment that is artificial and basically has told mom, mom, the reason John doesn't call is because he doesn't like you and he hasn't paid attention to, he hasn't called in six months. He hasn't called in a year. He never comes to the holidays. I'm always here. Oh, you know why Sissy doesn't call? Sissy doesn't call because she's too busy, mom. Well, look at me. I'm here. And so they create this artificial environment where mom now believes, honestly believes that what daughter is feeding her is reality. And so she goes and changes her trust based on this false reality. Well, there are laws that prevent that from happening. And you have, you try and establish that this false reality, this isolation of the elder caused the elder to literally change their mind in kind of this artificial bubble and that otherwise they wouldn't have done it. So it's, it's tricky, but that's where some of these estate and trust and will contests come from because of this isolation modification, almost like this. It's not like mind altering, but they modify the environment right. enough that mom actually in her isolation believes that that's exactly what she wants. Whereas out, you know, absent that, that isolation, she wouldn't have decided it. So it gets tricky, but those right. are some of the things that we deal with. Right. It's a lot, Andrea. It, it is a lot. It, it, it is a lot. So whether, time. whether or mm-hmm. not you or somebody, you, you, if, if you, it's, if you haven't done any estate planning, you need to get it done. If oh you're, my if gosh, you're listening, yes. yeah. If you've got an, if you've got an estate and you're, you're thinking, you know what? I need to set up some, some conditions and some T's and C's before people get my money. You need to go to Gary Quackenbush. If you've got a parent, uh, that it, that's got a trust or whatever, and you're concerned about what's going on, you need to go visit Gary Quackenbush. How can they get a hold of you? 855-500-TRUST. 855-500-TRUST. Find out about the dead hand control people. You need to know. You need to know what you can do. Thank you for being here, my friend. AK, it was awesome. Love you. Appreciate Love your you. show. You're doing a great job. News you can use. News you can Talk use. Talk to you next week. Thank right. you, Have my a good dear. one. All right. Bye. You too. All right. Y'all stay tuned. I blew past the break because when I get on with Gary Quackenbush, he just fascinates me. Everything he says, I just find so interesting. All right. So don't go anywhere, though. What did Joe Biden say in his greatest uh, Southern dialect? We are going to share that with you when we come back. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. As a Southerner, I may live out in San Diego, but I still consider myself a Southerner because, you know, it's like who I am as a, as a human being, right? We're, you know, product of my environment and all. It never ceases to amaze me and insult me the way politicians will, will grab, grab onto and latch onto and culturally appropriate the Southern culture and everything about us for politics. And I don't know why in the world any of them think that it's like a winning strategy. Here's Joe Biden. He was in Florida today uh, giving some speech about the economy. And here's what he had to say. Clip two. A senator from Florida going after Medicare and Social Security. I tell you what, I don't know where, as they say, the Southern doesn't know where y'all been. Hot damn, boy. I tell you, look. As I say, and as they say in Southern, first of all, 
there's nobody from the South who uses the phrase, as we say in Southern, we'll say, as we say in the South, right? Doesn't know where y'all been. And I, and I just despise anybody trying to use the word y'all who's not from the South. Don't do it. And, you know, and at the end, of course, he sounds like the, the phrase he uses, got D boy, um, is not a phrase I hear any, anywhere and have never heard spoken anywhere. In fact, I, you know, when I grew up in the South and it's still it's still the Bible Belt, um, we don't use the Lord's name in vain. And nor do we then try to modify it and take instead of G.O.D., uh, pronounce it G.O.T. This is just not a Southern thing. This is absolutely incredibly intellectually insulting. And of course, it sounds racist. Doesn't it sound like he's talking uh, like a racist to a black boy, to a black kid? Because that's really who he is. Of course, this this pales in comparison to Hillary. (laughs) Back in 2008, at a black church on a Sunday, trying to, uh, as they say in Southern, to quote Joe Biden, I just had to pull this out of the archives for you guys. You can have a chuckle. Clip one. I don't feel no ways tired. (laughs) I come too far from where I started from. (laughs) Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. (laughs) I don't feel no ways tired. (laughs) I don't feel no ways tired. You know, but here, here's my question for the people sitting in that audience, those those in the pews, if that was at a black church. How in the if would a Republican have been allowed to get away with doing something like that? Skins. You can't. Halloween was last night. Was any young white girl allowed to wear an American Indian or Native American costume last night? Didn't see any. Right? Because that's cultural appropriation. Yet this white woman could go into a black church and put on that kind of bad Southern affect and pretending like she's a black preacher. Absolutely ridiculous. Hey, great polling news, though, as we go into the midterm. Speaking of white people and white women, uh, New York Post is reporting today a 26-point swing with the white suburban vote out there. This group of women, it's a 26-point swing. They represent 20% of the voting base. And they are um, pretty much going, um, the majority of them now saying they're going to vote Republican, which, you know, should be obvious, right? It should be obvious. Of course, Jesse Kelly, I love listening to his show. He said when, when he reported on this today, he wondered if the Republican Party was handing out these women essential oils. <laughs> of course, mocking these suburban women. I mean, that you got to admit that's true, right? I mean, like the, the essential, they're so all about their, their, you know, TikTok fads and their TikTok, you know, stuff. Um, uh, it, getting inside of this New York Post article, though, in these polls, what I find absolutely shocking, though, is how close the polls actually are. Right. I mean, it, when you think about what the Democrats, what their agenda has to offer inflation uh, at, at record proportions, you can't find you, you, you know, if you can find food in, in Nevada today in Las Vegas, Wayne Allen Root was reporting that he could not find any eggs on the shelf. There's an egg shortage in Nevada. We're about to have nobody with diesel fuel to be able to heat their homes in the Northeast. Yeah, Andrea, I've, I've been watching the networks. Uh, Biden still doesn't look like he has a solution to this. No, right. I mean, we've got open borders like crazy, right? We've got a crime wave happening happening across the country the democrats want to you know d- d- you know cut off the genitals of little kids who's voting democrat 
How is it even close? Right? I, I don't understand. The only people that could possibly be wanting to vote Democrat, I did. Doc, I was on with Dr. Gina today, and she said it's the people uh, of entitlement that are living off of the government, and they've bought into the notion that you know they're just going to get more and more government that's money from with the government taking it from somebody else. The illegals coming into the country, right, and the refugees, and you know the limousine liberals, the one percent. I can't imagine how there's any woman out there. If women are really in control of the kit, it's all about the, the economy, stupid, as James Carville said. It's about kitchen table you know, issues and women are, are in control of the pocketbooks. I, I don't know who out there. How is it even close going into these midterms? How is it even close? It, it can't be. It can't be this close. Can it, Skins? I, I, I can't imagine. One of the polls here that New York Post mentioned was... Um, when it came to crime and top issues, only 8% of the voters said that that was an issue for them. That's shocking to me. I mean, I just go back to Nancy Pelosi's comment from a couple of months ago. She's She was confident for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, we know that we know that they're going to do everything that they can to try to steal the election. We're going to take a break. We come back. There is some good news on that front. A Pennsylvania court actually ruled in favor of election integrity. We're going to share that story with you when we come back. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. The economy is, in fact, growing. In fact, the economy grew 2.6% last quarter. And although it may not feel that way, people's incomes went up the last quarter more than inflation. Economic growth is up. Price inflation is down. Real incomes are up. And gas prices are down. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, that was Joe Biden uh, discussing the inflation in Florida. Was that before or after he uh, talked about how he spoke to the man who invented insulin, even though the man who invented insulin died before Joe Biden was born? (laughs) <laughs> Say ma- what? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. He was trying to, you know, cuz of course he has to embellish. He has to just flat out lie. He was trying to talk about how the cost of insulin is too high. Um, you know, okay, maybe it is, but you know, um, okay, you know, uh if you want to talk about big pharma making record profits, keep it on the subject at hand. Nobody's nobody's being forced to be jabbed with in, insulin that they don't need or want, right? Let's talk about the killing of Americans with your shots, man. Let's talk about that. What an absolute pig. You know what? I'm not believing that. Before the break, I was talking about the polls. I'm not believing these polls are as close as they are. Here's Democrat voters, at least one Democrat voter in Wisconsin, and what he had to say to CNN. Clip five. Also, top of mind for voters is the economy. People's savings are being eroded by by rising inflation rates and things, and and we just need to get back to the basics in this country. The the Democrats have gone way too far left for the majority of the country. Yeah, they have. Way too far left, and there's no hiding it. There's no amount of dis, di, uh, you know a policing of our speech in this country by the Department of Homeland Security, working with Facebook and Twitter and setting up portals and. You know, doing everything they can to, you know, um, put, you know, covers over pictures and, you know, all the phony fact checks going on. There's no amount of controls over our speech that can hide what's going on at the grocery store. That can hide whether or not you can afford to feed your kids. 
that can hide whether or not your job is actually, your income is actually outpacing inflation, which it's not, right? There's no way around that. There's no way around that. They can't continue to hide it. They also cannot hide the fact that the Democrats have gone so far with their cultural Marxism stuff that when you are the party, there's there's no way that anybody with any common sense or rational thought could buy into the notion that a six-year-old has the mental maturity, the psychological makeup and maturity and, and ability to, to make a permanent life decision for them to be chemically castrated and to have their or have their body parts permanently removed. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Right. There's nobody with any rational thought who thinks it's OK with these teachers are doing out there to kids. All these videos, you can't hide it. They've done everything they could to hide it. They t- tried to take down libs of TikTok and other outlets that have been putting it forward. But they've just gone so far. They're so full of themselves and full of their hatred, their self-hatred, their demonic, possessed, satanic, evil mindset that they don't even hide it anymore. Part of the reason why they don't hide it is because they don't expect to be held accountable either at the ballot box or either by the Republican Party when they take control. And that's what we must demand. We must demand from our elected officials that when you take control of the House and the Senate, you must start prosecuting people for the crimes that are being committed in this country through the phony guise of health care. And that includes the, the genital mutilation of children. And it also includes the shots every day. Uh, just found out um, I, it could be a coincidence that the 49 year old woman behind the Julie and Julia movie who wrote the book, the blogger, I think she was a board housewife or whatever, started writing a blog that had to do with she was going to just cook within a year all of Julia Child's uh, recipes, turned it into a blog. It became a movie. She dropped dead, 49 years old, dropped dead of cardiac arrest. Another story came out today, a former coach, I think it was Minnesota Vikings, 38 years old, dropped dead. It's just constant now. People literally dropping like flies. Dropping like flies. The Democrats have gone too far. Will the voters hold them accountable? Or is there enough, or is there enough election fraud, election theft that's going to, that's going to cover whatever the, the voters actually want? Uh, Pennsylvania court ruled that undated ballots won't be counted. How would, who was ever, why would they have ever been considered to be counted? Oh, I know, because that's a perfect way for the Democrats to steal an election. Everybody votes early. Then they know how many voters are left that haven't voted yet for election day. Then they know how many undated mail-in ballots that they need to stuff the ballot box with in order to win the election. So here's a little bit of sanity that was restored to the voting process in advance of the elections. That's good. Biden's cybersecurity director. Here's what she had to say. I'm looking at this person and I'm thinking, this is your cybersecurity expert. (laughs) Anyway, um, Biden's cybersecurity director expect errors, glitches as normal in elections. No, no, we're not going to, we should not be normalizing. We, they have been, they have been normalizing election fraud for decades and decades and decades. In fact, really Giuliani, uh, after on the heels of the presidential election was talking about Pennsylvania and Philadelphia and said, Oh, Philly is known. Here's why we know there was fraud because in, in Pennsylvania, because Philly was known for election fraud for decades. Why was it tolerated by the Republican party? 
Richard Nixon fell on his sword and allowed uh, uh, JFK to step into the presidency knowing that Mayor Daley, and I believe it was through the use of machines, stole that election from from Richard Richard Nixon. And he stupidly, it was mind-numbingly stupid and moronic. He fell on his sword and let JFK have it for the good of the country. Bastardizing our elections is not in the good of the country. And because it was normalized, now it's gotten to the point where if you question the outcome of it, you get thrown into a gulag. And they intend, and uh, getting back to the, the, the open of the show last hour, uh, the, the weaponizing of speech against us is in full effect with the DHS and what they're doing. We're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment of tonight's Taco Tuesday edition of the Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. Email me at andreakshow.com. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> Don't make me laugh like that when I'm coming back from a break. <laughs> I'm going to quickly read some emails before I add a down tonight. Oh, I love, I love short emails. Um, so I got an email from a listener. I'm not sure what prompted this person to email me this. Um, so here's, here's short and sweet. MAGA is a mental disease. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that really cogent, inspiring, oh, wait, insightful email. On, Biden actually said something that goes right along with that. Oh, really? So God bless you all. God protect our troops and God give some of our Republican friends some enlightenment. Thank yeah um yeah i'm kind of liking that in response to that is an email from somebody subject line fjb okay so there you have that joe biden he says louisiana and all southern people are extremely intelligent and especially more so than joe biden then again who isn't more intelligent than joe biden it's more of an insult for him to even talk on our behalf absolutely than it is to hear him attempting to talk Southern because of all of his mumbling, slurring, and stuttering as he tries to mock uh, a Southerner with his insane word salads. Love always that blank uh, Louisiana dude. Love you, Louisiana dude. Thank you for that. Um, let's see if there's another uh, email here from a listener. Um Oh, this has to do with uh, Paul Pelosi. You're right. Not enough details about this. His surgery could have been a facelift. (laughs) We don't know, right? Why is there no footage of him being taken out of the home on a stretcher? Right? Not only is there no body cam footage, we have no footage. Remember when Anne Heche drove her car into um, that house up up in uh, L.A.? Nobody even knew it was Anne Heche at the time. There were helicopters above circling to get images from it. Same thing here in San Diego when we had the uh, the Coronado Mansion murder. Um, you've got the husband of somebody who's third in line for the presidency, and we have no footage of anything related to this incident. Makes you go, hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. So she says, um, she goes on to say, his surgery could have been a facelift. Nancy's... <laughs> I have the best listeners. Nancy's buy five, get one free. So he used it. So Nancy has like a buy five, get one free facelift. So he got to use. <laughs> uh, 
uh, milk the uh, milk the idea of surgery. You never know. I mean, these people are just so like ridiculous that they're willing to they're willing to do anything and say anything. Um. So those are just a couple of the emails that came through. Love it when you guys email me. Uh, appreciate it. And then of course I got another email from an, another email site who um, oh uh, saying that Aaron it, back to Gary Quackenbush and that whole thing about the estate and the dead hand. Um, a listener said uh, she thought she had heard something about that with Aaron Spelling. Yes. The king of TV left. He was worth, I don't know how many, if he was worth billions or hundreds of, of millions. Guess how much money Tori Spelling got? I'm guessing nothing. She got a million dollars, which is about nothing compared to what his yeah, estate was. Much. I mean, it was the equivalent of when we were a waitress um, uh, um, or actually... I guess I might have been guilty as a customer too. Like, you know, somebody giving you, instead of giving you 15% or 20%, giving you a couple of pennies or a couple of quarters. If I get really bad service, I will low tip to send a message. Oh, I do right? that. So yeah, to send a message. I'd rather do that than give nothing. Yeah, because if you give nothing, they're just going to assume that you're a cheapskate, right? That you're just being cheap. If you give a low amount, they can still might assume that you're being cheap. But to me, it sends a better message. It Aaron Spelling was sending a message to that daughter, okay, with that tip. So um, email there. Uh, Okay. Um, I don't know that I've got time to get into it. Only got a couple minutes left on the show. But before the show, I was showing Skins that this crazy story out of the New York Post. I guess a new trend is taking your deceased dog and having it. I kid you not. You can see the images on, on the New York Post turning it. And one family took their beloved golden retriever and turned it into a rug. I mean, I don't want to call it sick because, I mean, but I just, that's too far. Well, I mean, bearskin rug people, you know, there are people that have owned bearskin rugs, but that's not the family pet. No, that's like kind of like a trophy kind of a thing. Yeah, which is still kind of weird to me. It's, and I come from the South. You know, um, I, lots of people I knew used to have, you know, deer heads or whatever mounted because that was, you know, but then they ate the deer and it actually fed the family for an entire winter, right? I, I mean, it wasn't. I could never do that with any, with any dog I've ever had. No, uh, no. no. I know that there, there was a trend for a while of people wanting to get their, their pet um, stuffed. I couldn't do that either. do that either. No, there's absolutely no way. You know, it's, it, it, to me, it's just, that's just I'll absolutely bizarre. Memories. And I don't know if that's just some new fad or if it's just... It's that, the first I've heard of it. Or if it's just, well, I mean, is it a sign of love gone wrong or is it a sign of that we just don't value... To me, it's creepy and gross and it's weird. I think that's why I was playing careful with my words. I just think it's creepy. I think it's creepy and gross and it's weird. I think that that's not honoring your beloved pet. You know, if you want to, if you want to have your beloved pet around your home, keep pictures up, maybe... Have the the you know their their ashes in an urn. I agree. Maybe, and that's about it. There ain't no way I'd be doing that to my boo gator. All right, love you all. Thanks for being here tonight. Thank you to Gary Quackenbush. Thank you, Kenny Shue. Thank you to the listeners. We'll see you tomorrow night, Wednesday night on Hump Day. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K Show. Peace out. Yeah. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.